Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Good morning, Nam. I hope you're all well. It's uh, a bit of a drizzly day today, but as I was coming into the studio, the sun was breaking through the clouds, so we may very well have one of those wonderful sunny spring days that we've been having lately. I'm Jeff Waters, and this is Dirt Radio uh, from Friends of the Earth, uh, and uh, we're coming to you from Stolen Land, and you're listening on Stolen Land. It always was and it always will be Aboriginal land. And I'd like to acknowledge not just the traditional owners, but also our creator, Bunjil, who soars above the sea country and the land and keeps an eye on us all, makes sure we're all nice and safe. This morning we're going to talk to uh, 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 the problem of gas in uh, households in Victoria and how you can pledge to get off gas. But before that... We're going to take you live up to the mountains, up to the snow line, where one of Victoria's most significant and important, and I would say extraordinary, uh, forest activists, Cam Walker, who is the one of the campaign coordinators at Friends of the Earth, has uh, spent the last several days and can fill us in on what's been happening up there and uh, how climate change is affecting things. Good morning, Cam. Are you with us? Yes, I am. Good morning, Jeff. How are you today? And what's it like up there? On the well, first of all, where are you? Where are you? I'm actually at Mount Hotham this morning, and we had crazy lightning, crazy rain, eventually hail, and then frozen hail on the ground this morning. So uh, followed by a beautiful sunny morning. Oh, so wow. it's been an interesting combination. <laughs> Big weather. Yes. And are you camping? Uh, no, I'm staying with some people. Oh, thankfully, in all that hail. That, <laughs> I felt sorry for you there for a minute. So, um, tell me, what have you been up to up in the mountains over the weekend? So, we've had a big gathering of people interested uh, in, in winter sports, snow sports, skiing and that sort of thing. But we've been hosting a number of events. One was a guided walk to show people how climate change is impacting on snow gum woodlands. We had about 35 people come along on that. We hosted a forum on mobilising the outdoors community, so people who are trail runners, who are bushwalkers, who are skiers, who are rock climbers, mountain bike riders, etc. How do you uh, convert the fact that the people love wild places? How do you convert that love into tangible action? So we had a whole range of speakers talking about how that would work. And then we also uh, just kind of toured people around to show them some of the alpine country and how special it is and how it is being impacted by climate change. Well, yes, let's go into that. You mentioned the effect on the snow gums of climate change. What are you finding? We're starting to witness what they call ecological collapse. So if you've ever been up to the mountains, if you've driven, say, out of Mansfield up to Mount Buller or out of, you know, Bright, up to Mount Hotham or Mount Beauty up to Falls Creek, you will have seen two things going on. One is the endless grey forest and the really thick regrowth as you drive up out of the valleys. That's the alpine ash, which is being impacted by more frequent fires, and the fires are becoming more frequent because of climate change. We have more extreme fire weather, longer summers and all the rest of it. 
as you go further up the mountains, you come into the snow gum forest, and they're being impacted by two things. One is a form of dieback, which is caused by a beetle. The beetle is native, but the beetles are normally knocked off during the cold winters, but as the winters get warmer and as the summers get longer and the trees are more heat stressed, the dieback is starting to kill very large areas of the snow gum woodlands. And then in the mountains, as we see elsewhere in Victoria, we're seeing more regular fires. So instead of 80 years between fires, it became, you know, 50 years and then 20 years. And now we've had multiple fires in the space of 20 years. And that's pushing the trees beyond their capacity to rebound from fire. We know eucalypts don't mind a fire, but they don't like fires too frequently. So we're starting to witness the local collapse. And what that means is the trees die, the seedlings don't come back, and they're replaced by this kind of grassy, shrubby wasteland. And they're becoming something that is, is just not identifiable as the forest that they used to be. You're a bit of an expert on these things. And... Um my goodness, when you use the term ecological collapse, then my heart sank. Is this something that um, somebody who's not an expert would notice if they were in that part of the world? Yes, once you look for it, you will see it everywhere. The dieback in particular, which is caused by the, the beetles in their larvae phase, they kind of burrow under the, the bark of the snow gums. As the trees die and the bark falls off and the, you know, the branches lose their leaves, you'll see these horizontal marks across the trees. Once you see that, you'll never unsee it. You'll spot it wherever you go in the mountains. And then uh, also the endless, what we call the ghost forest, the forest of dead trees just, you know, uh, blackened or, or turning to grey under the influence of the sun and the rain and the, the weather uh, year on year. Uh, across the high country, you can see it absolutely everywhere. Uh, we actually recently released, or were about to properly release a, a report that showed that well under 1% of the snow gum woodlands um, is unburnt. So what we are seeing is over time, these old forests that used to be well-spaced trees, big trees, grassy understory um, are either collapsing or they're becoming really dense, uh, thick, very flammable kind of tangles of, of regenerating trees. So the forests, once you pay attention, you realise they are changing in real time. This is an impact of climate change and it's an impact that's happening now on our watch. It's not something that will happen later on. All right, Cam, just stay on the line. We're going to go to a station ID and I'll come back to you in a sec. 3CR is about community and we welcome your participation at the station. 3CR is open to a wide diversity of volunteers and is a great way to connect with Melbourne's activist community. Have you ever thought about volunteering, doing a reception shift, getting a program on air, training in radio skills or contributing to one of the station's committees? There are many ways to be involved at 3CR. To find out more, go to 3cr.org.au and get in touch. Hello, we're back on Dirt Radio. I'm Jeff Waters and I'm talking to uh, Friends of the Earth campaign coordinator, uh, Cam Walker, who is uh, up in the mountains and uh, is not giving us the best of news with the ecological collapse and um, of the, the beautiful snow gum forests up there. And uh, Cam... Uh, how does this, I mean, you had a recent win with the, uh, we had a recent win with the uh, government stopping all native forest logging, but uh, this must make your heart sink as well. 
Yeah, it does. And it, we also have ongoing logging, which will occur um, in the east of the state up until the deadline of January 1 next year, when all native forest logging in the east of the state will end. So Friends of the Earth has previously identified some really key areas which have been nominated for logging, which could be logged at any time and which have really high conservation values. We've been focusing on three key areas, one near Mansfield, uh, one near Bright and one more near Mount Beauty and the good news is so we're watching them we're making sure that Big Forest doesn't try and do any last minute kind of cut and run logging in the last few months they have Recently, it's been announced that the 11 areas that could be logged up at Mount Stirling, which is near Mount Buller, Vic Forest have said, quote, we have no plans to log these areas, so that's really good. Um, but that means we need to be very vigilant with keeping an eye on the other areas. One is near the state's highest mountain, Mount Bogong. It's a place called Mount Wills. And the other one is the headwaters of a very significant river called the Little Dargo River, which is on the Dargo High Plains up near Mount Hotham. So we're keeping it close by to make sure there's no, you know, kind of sneaky last-minute efforts to get in there and log. Just terrible that we've got this, you know, environmental issue going on at the same time. Some people contemplate that logging is a good idea. Um, Listeners may very well be concerned about all of this. What could they do to help? Well, they could jump on the Friends of Earth Melbourne website. That would be great if they would do that. You can do a web search, Friends of the Earth Melbourne, those work in the high country, and that will bring up a page that describes the areas at risk, the areas of concern, the snow gum story about climate change and fire, and we'll list a whole bunch of things that you can do, including coming on citizen science uh, field trips. And the next one we have is over Cup Weekend in November. So oh, just do a fun. web search, and yeah, you'll be able to find out uh, what's going on. Oh, you've got to get into that citizen science, listeners. That sounds like great fun. And Cam, um, <clears throat> you're a bit of a skier yourself. What has the snow been like this year? Well, it started great and it, uh, you know, started with a bang, ended with a whimper. Um, it's sad for skiers and snowboarders, but it's also terribly sad for the businesses and the thousands of Victorians and international people who rely on work in the ski resorts. Normally, ski season goes through until early October, but already resorts like Mount Borbore and Perisher in New South Wales have closed. There's almost no snow at the resorts in Melbourne like Buller and, and Mount Hotham and Falls Creek. So not great for the people that love skiing and riding and really hard for the businesses and the workers who rely on, you know, there being lots of punters up in the mountains. So it has been a pretty depressing winter on that front. I assume that uh, lack of water too must have an impact on aquatic life. It does. And uh, because we do have a very small area in Australia of high mountains that have snow in winter... That snowpack is really important in that it holds the snow into spring and then releases it as the snow melts. Mm. So we have almost no snowpack this year, and that does impact what goes downstream, how fast it goes downstream, particularly into the Murray River, because the headwaters of the Australian Alps, those mountains that we're you know, talking about from Borbor um, up almost to Canberra, provides a lot of the water into the Murrumbidgee, into the Murray, into a lot of our significant inland rivers. And then, of course, that's important for nature and also important for irrigation, for farming and then uh, for economic activity. Well, I think we'll leave it there, Cam. Thank you very much for your report from the mountains this morning.
I hope you uh, have an enjoyable time up there for your, the rest of your time. When are you heading back down the hill? I'll head back on Friday. Oh, great. All right. Well, thank you very much. That's Cam Walker, the uh, campaign co- a campaign coordinator for Friends of the Earth Melbourne. And uh, before we start talking gas, let's... Whoops, there goes Cam. Before we start talking gas, let's have uh, a little bit of the 1970s. Stars shining bright above you Night breezes seem to whisper I love you Birds singing in the sycamore tree Dream a little dream of me Say nighty night and kiss me Just hold me tight and tell me you'll miss me While I'm alone and blue as can be Dream a little dream of me was the mamas and the papas mama cass with dream a little dream of me what a gorgeous song so you're listening to uh, radical radio 3cr and this is the dirt radio program which comes to you every tuesday morning at 9 30 
from Friends of the Earth and uh, a bunch of wonderful, caring people we are too. Uh, and I'm joined this morning in the studio by one other of our um, activist campaigners, uh, and that is uh, Freya Leonard. And Freya works in the as a coordinator in the uh, Get Off Gas Collective. Uh, uh, sorry, the No More Gas Collective. And uh, has something to tell us about how we can help this ridiculous situation where Victoria uses fifty percent of the total gas that uh, that goes into the into Australian pipes. Just outrageous! And we need to we need to stop this. We need to do something about it. Freya Leonard, good morning. What can we do? Well, I mean, obviously, whatever we do, we need to do it quickly because we've just been hearing from Cam what climate change is and how it's manifesting in some of our natural spaces and our natural environments that are there to safeguard us against the worst excesses of climate change. And um, removing methane from our energy matrix is critically important because it has around 80 times the climate impact of carbon dioxide over a 20-year period. And the next 20 years are you know, crucial for us turning this ship around and leaving a livable planet, not just for our own future generations, but the future generations of all species um, on this lovely one planet we get to live on. So uh, we're at the moment targeting um, households that want to get off gas. We have created a pledge site. It's um, getoffgas.org.au. I encourage all of our listeners to jump on right now if they haven't already and take the pledge. And particularly, we are interested in hearing from renters. So we've had this pledge site up for a little over a month and we have received um, over 300 pledges from um, mostly people who own their own home. Um, when people take the pledge, we ask them to nominate whether they own their own home, if they're a private renter, if they're living in public or social housing. Um, tell us what appliances they have, how many people in their household. It runs a quick calculation and it says how much gas could be removed from demand in Victoria uh, if these people were able to get off gas. When they've taken the pledge, they're given the opportunity then to send an email to their local MP. It also goes to the Energy Minister. And so the, the Victorian politicians are made aware of how many people want to get off gas, how much gas we can be saving in Victoria. Uh, one of the problems that we're finding, though, is that uh, renters are not taking the pledge. And what that says to us is so many of the Victorian programs that are there to help people switch to more efficient electric appliances, they're all targeted for um, homeowners. So if you're a renter, you can't capitalise on the Victorian Energy Upgrade Program. You can't have subsidised solar panels put on your roof. You have no control over what appliances are in your house. And rental properties have much lower efficiency standards than um, owner-occupied homes. They're um, mandated to be a minimum of two stars, whereas if you're building a new property today, it's got to be minimum seven stars energy rating. So um, so these are the leakiest, least efficient homes. They are occupied by the lower-income people who can't afford to pay extra on their energy bills and who would stand to benefit most from um, energy upgrades, but they just don't have the power to reach out for those um, options. 
You're listening to Dirt Radio on 3CR. 3CR is about community and we welcome your participation at the station. 3CR is open to a wide diversity of volunteers and is a great way to connect with Melbourne's activist community. Have you ever thought about volunteering, doing a reception shift, getting a program on air, training in radio skills or contributing to one of the station's committees? There are many ways to be involved at 3CR. To find out more, go to 3cr.org.au and get in touch. So this is Dirt Radio, I'm Jeff Waters and I'm speaking to Freya Leonard who is a uh, a No More Gas campaign coordinator for Friends of the Earth and I've got two questions for you Freya Um, but first of all, uh, just a brief one you mentioned methane before Mm. Uh, what do you mean when you're talking about methane? Yeah, methane is the actual name for the gas that we use. Like, that's the gas that is pumped into our homes. Um, It's been marketed to us as natural gas, uh, but actually it's just methane, and methane is a fossil gas. So, yeah, when we say methane, we're calling the so-called natural gas by its correct name. And my second question is, um, you mentioned that this very, very, very important thing that everybody should sign, which is the online pledge to get off gas. Please, listener, please do it. Getoffgas.org.au. Getoffgas.org.au. Ring now. No, sorry. No ring now. (laughs) I'm showing my age. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, So my second question is, um, isn't it difficult? Isn't it a difficult position to be a renter? You've got a landlord who's going to have to spend some money, presumably. Hmm. Uh, how do you go about negotiating that? I mean, uh, yes, take the pledge, pledge to get off gas, but what's the next step? So we are writing a report that looks at, it unpacks the um, renter situation in Victoria through the lens of energy efficiency and inefficiency. And uh, we're putting forward a series of policy proposals to the state and um, in some ways the federal government to really compel homeowners to or rental providers to upgrade their properties. Um, we're looking at um, some tax incentives. We're looking at government subsidies, this suite of measures that means that it's going to be incredibly appealing for rental providers to upgrade their properties. Um, One thing that we really don't want to do is place any extra stress on the rental market. We understand that uh, rental providers, that these are investment properties, you know, so they... If it's if it's going to cost them money, they're not going to do it. So we no, need to, to spend as little as possible. Precisely that, and so we need to make it so that uh, we're not proposing any kind of measures that means that uh, renters need to be kicked out of their homes for these upgrades to happen. Um, oh, would that be a possibility? Well, um, I mean, so, you know, quite often. If a uh, rental provider wants to kick a tenant out, they'll say, oh, I need to do works on the property, kick the tenant out, then raise the rent and then pop it back on the market. And this is how come we keep having these escalating and and increasingly unaffordable um, rental prices. Nightmare. Yeah. So we need to put in place a series of measures that 
really make it easy for rental providers to upgrade their properties without any kind of additional pressure on renters, whether that's financial or, you know, in any other way. And uh, and so we're really urging renters to take the pledge, getoffgas.org.au. If you are a renter with gas in your home, please take the pledge. The pledge doesn't mean anyone's going to come around and strong arm you into having to do anything about it. But what no, you are... it's only a Friends of the Earth pledge. Yes, absolutely. It's it's all warm and, and fluffy and and you know and supportive, cuddly and cuddly. And um and so. Uh, if we can demonstrate to the government just how many renters and people in public and social housing are keen to get gas out of their home, then it's going to be easier for us to sell this suite of policy measures to the government. They will see that there is an appetite out there. Um, you know, we're in between elections right now. I reckon the more information we can provide them about what voters want on the ground, the stronger their response is going to be, particularly as we you know, come up to the next state election. And how has the government... We're talking about the state government here, Mm. aren't we? What Mm -hmm. Daniel Andrews' government, how has it been going with gas in a general sense? Are they doing the right thing? Well, it's... it's, I mean, it's certainly been encouraging over the last couple of years. Um, The release of the Victorian Gas Substitution Roadmap, which identified methane gas as a fossil gas was encouraging and to see the Victorian government admitting the problem and starting to unpack the complexities of the problem that we have with our gas dependency, our ridiculous gas dependency here in Victoria. Yeah, crazy high. Yeah, and 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 so that's been encouraging and then that they were no longer going to force households to new households to connect to gas where it's available was a baby step in the right direction. But now they've announced that um, there's that gas new gas connections under the planning scheme are going to be banned from the first of next year. The first day of next year wow. is great, and any new government buildings will also be gas free. So that's great news for hospitals and schools where mm. some of our most vulnerable people um, have been traditionally locked in a building with um, a chemical cocktail of airborne pollutants that lead to a 12% increase in asthma and are the equivalent of being in a home with a heavy indoor smoker. Um, we have banned smoking in all government buildings, and rightly so, and yet we are still pumping methane gas into these environments. It's, you know, it's it's crazy. So it's great to see the government starting to take steps in that direction, and we're really encouraging them to do more and go further and to finally have a plan to really get Victoria off gas forever. It's urgent. We need to do it now. And uh, Friends of the Earth, your good self, came up with another roadmap. Uh, is that available to the public? Absolutely. So we have the Community Gas Retirement Roadmap. If you go onto the um, Melbourne Friends of the Earth website, um, just you know, search Melbourne Foe Gas and uh, or Melbourne Friends of the Earth Melbourne Gas, uh, you'll be able to find a link to the Community Gas Retirement Roadmap. And this is our response to the uh, Victorian Gas Substitution Roadmap. Uh, it really does just look at how gas is found, how it's produced, how it you know um, comes into our homes, um, what the problems are with gas, and then also what the alternatives and the solutions are. And one of our key recommendations was no new gas connection. So it was great to see the state government um, partially adopt that. 
and and start walking in the right direction. We also know that the um, Vic government is going to be re-releasing the Victorian gas substitution roadmap before the end of the year, and we expect to see some much stronger commitments in that document and really anticipating what is in there. So, um, so yeah, please... Uh, getoffgas.org.au right now, take the pledge and tell the government that they're heading in the right direction and that they need to, rather than walking in the right direction, start running in that direction because we can't, you know, the high plains of Victoria, the forests of Victoria, the coastlines of Victoria can't afford any further climate devastation. And with all these roadmaps, you'd assume that they'd know where to run. <laughs> it's precisely, precisely <laughs> that. Yes, exactly. Couldn't have said it better myself. So uh, if I'm uh, on the computer and I go to the website, Q. Uh, getoffgas.org.au. Yeah, I go to the website. What do I see? And and is it difficult? Is it complicated? No, no. It takes two minutes to fill it in. Yeah. Um, it's all information that you have in your head. We're not asking you to drag out your gas bill and start to, you know, sort of quantify how much gas you actually technically use. That's why we've installed a calculator that does all that work for you. Um, it's fairly straightforward. We also have a frequently asked questions page if you want to know a little bit more information. Uh, it's it's we've made it as easy as it can be. So please, listeners, again, getoffgas.org.au, and particularly renters, step up. You know, ask for ask for what you deserve. Really tell the Victorian government you want to get off gas and you want help to do that. And your landlord's not going to know if you signed it, renter. It's completely anonymous. So yeah. uh, there's absolutely no fear of you getting caught or the landlord. And Not liking you. No, that's right. And just one last thing is that we do have a little comments field and we have been getting some heartbreaking but also really, really um, useful comments from people who have already taken the pledge. And we ask you if you're a renter to leave a little comment about what your circumstances are and why you want to get off gas. All right. Thank you. That was uh, Freya Leonard, who is the uh, uh, 